Hey everyone, welcome to the Dream Hustle Podcast, the show that shares authentic and unfiltered advice on how to build and grow a successful dream business online. I'm your host, Shana Recker. I'm a business and online entrepreneur, and I love helping women bust through the fears and find the strategies to make their dream business come to life. My guests and I keep everything super real here for you guys with our stories and tips for success. So let's dig into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to this edition of Dream Hustle Podcast with Shana Recker. And I have one of my good friends, uh, former student from the Dream Hustle School and amazing entrepreneur, Lori Irvin with us today, you guys. Lori is, she's just, a, she's brilliant, first of all. She's super smart. She has uh, two online businesses, plus she's a mama bear of three boys, right? Three? Yep, three yep. boys. Three busy boys, a wife, and she's just making her dream hustle just totally happen. And I love watching it unfold. Uh, Lori is a network marketing professional. She's high up in her network marketing company. She's very successful there. And now she has a coaching business that she has started on top of that. And we are going to talk about all the ins and outs of your journey in this today. And I'm super excited to have you on the show today. So welcome, Lori. Oh, thank you so much, Shana. You know, you are one of my favorite humans. So the feeling is mutual. And actually, Lori and I have had a podcast interview together once before. You guys can go back and find that um, where Lori shared her network marketing journey. So feel free to go back and find that. But today we're going to talk about something a little different, aren't we, Lori? We sure are. So Lori is, um, has recently transitioned, uh, you know, adding another stream of income to her family by starting her coaching business. So Lori, why don't you take us through what that was like for you? When did the idea come to you? How did it unfold? And let's walk through that. Cause I think that the audience that are listening to this right now, I think a lot of people are thinking about the online space and the opportunity out there. So how did that work for you? Well, you know, it's kind of funny is it's sometimes when you have these ideas that are building inside of you, you don't necessarily know where they come from or when they necessarily materialized. But I feel like you just start seeing other people doing things and being inspired by them. And I remember back in the days when you were doing the girlfriend's guide to network marketing and I remember watching you and that was my first kind of um, introduction to you. And I remember thinking I could do that. I have all these tips in my head. Like I have all of these experiences. And I think when you are coaching a big team on a big scale, you see the impact that you, that you're having and you just get addicted to that impact and you want to have more and more and more of it. Right. Like, because you see the positive influence that you're having in people's lives and you just don't want to hold it inside or keep it in a bubble. Yeah. Right there. Well, and it's creating, like I know for me, because our journeys are very similar, I had other people from other teams and other companies coming to me asking me, you know, for advice or could I do a chat or whatever. And that's where it was kind of like, well, if I, if I had this platform where I could just share openly, then anybody could come and, and listen, right? And, and take what they needed. 100%. It truthfully, I've been doing this for years, just yeah. not in the professional like stance that I'm, I'm building right now. 100%. Like it's, it's about showing up and being able to take what you know and love and share it in a bigger way. And that's, that's what sparked me to want to do this. It was very similar. I was reading a network marketing book and I was like, Hey, if this woman can have a book and have this business where she's sharing with everybody in the world about what she knows, why couldn't I do that? Right. And so tell me what you, what was your biggest, you know, when you get the idea, what was your biggest struggle getting started with this? I think it's really the knowing 
how to. So I have all of the information in my head, mm -hmm. but when you're going to put it out to your team, you can be yourself and you can be in your pajamas and you're not worried about technology and you're not worried about the fine tuning of things. But when you start thinking about a bigger scale, you almost start second guessing yourself and wondering if you need to be a different person in a way. Oh, yeah. Do I need to have my hair done? Do I need to make sure that I'm wearing the right clothing or where like, I don't even wear makeup. So did I need to start wearing makeup? <laughs> Love that. And the technology aspect was daunting as well. And I think back when we did our original one, that was when I was dabbling in doing a blog. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that's true. And for me, that just never fit necessarily. Now, I love writing. So when you talk about a book, that is like one of my big things that I'm going to work towards. I have the chapters all laid out and everything. But the blog just was too much back-end work for me. I find talking so much easier. Oh, 100%. Me too. One, a thousand percent. When I, I, writing, if you read my Instagram posts, <laughs> I'm always like, they take me so long because it's like, oh, does this even sound right? And the grammar and the commas and all the things. It's not my forte. You're just, you know, like, I mean, I, like the people that write these blog posts and they get them out into the world, I have so much respect mm -hmm. for them. It, I just wasn't, I wasn't doing it. Yeah. And I didn't, wasn't setting aside the time. So I knew it must not be what I should be doing. Yeah. So for you, it was like the technology and figuring out how, you know what you wanted to do, but how do you get yourself out there in a way that one, people will respond and be able to find you, but two, that you can also, you know, be consistent with it. Right. Well, exactly. And I think one of the number one things is the consistency element. So, and for me, it also was knowing like how to lay out that plan. What yeah. comes first in in place, what things do you need to put in place to, to make X, Y, Z happen? That kind yeah. of, thing. like, I was just, I'm a, a big thinker, but I, I almost needed like, and I'm also the kind of person that really needs to know those finer points before I'm comfortable with moving forward. Yeah. You're one of the things I will say about you is you are very organized. Like you had spreadsheets for everything. And I love that. <laughs> that, that again, not, not, not my forte, but, um, I, I tend to just kind of have shit going all over the place, but I loved your, you would send me something. You're like, okay, I'm thinking of this for my course outline. And you had this like beautiful spreadsheet with all the things in it. And I was like, Whoa, that is the business teacher in me. That is yeah. my background. I was a business computers teacher. So I am all about organization. Well, and I love that because, so you were a, a business teacher turned network marketer to, and, and now you still do that, but then now also online coach. And I think that's really important for the audience to hear is that, you know, sometimes we go to school, we take these programs, we feel like this is who we have to be because we spent so much time and money and energy into that thing. And yet it's not, it may not be feeling right for us and that there are opportunities for you to switch gears out there. Right. And I think that, and I say this to people all the time, I don't think it's that we're afraid of following our own path. I think we're afraid of what other people are going to say yes. about shifting courses. Because if you only knew what the people have said about me getting out of teaching, oh. Canada is the promised land to what many people may think, but you have to follow yeah. what, like what your path is or your life just isn't fulfilled in a way. Yeah. And how did you know that for you? Like, what were you feeling uh, maybe even physically or mentally when you were going down that path and realizing this is not where I'm meant to shine? Well, for me, um, it was really, it was a health thing. I had to get out of it, but I also think the universe works in mm. 
ordinary ways and that my path probably would have ended up here anyways. It's just, I, this is what I was meant to be doing. And I also think you have to trust your gut. Yeah. I, I also know that right now, I don't know where I'll be in my business in six months. I bet you I could, I could, I'm probably doing six different things with my coaching business than I even anticipate right now. Yeah. It's quick. It's amazing how fast it changes. And I think that's because the industry of online business is changing so fast too, right? There's new opportunities that open up. There's this new software, there's this new platform, there's this new thing. And each one of those things that opens up lead us into something else. Right. And, and you can't be afraid to jump. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. I know. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back from getting started is that the fear of the unknown. It's like, well, what if I put myself out there as a coach and nobody shows up and nobody wants my stuff or nobody thinks that I'm smart or what, you know what I mean? Like all of those things that go through your head. Did you have all of that? I'm assuming. I, I still do. I'm yeah. still any <laughs> <really> good. <laughs> it never really goes away, does it? No, it really, really doesn't. And I think we are all so consumed with like perfection. And I was talking to somebody that is considering doing something similar to yeah. launching out of her network and marketing business. And she said, well, I was talking to my mastermind group and they told me that this aspect needed to be perfect before I launched it. And I thought that is probably the worst piece of advice you've ever been given in your lifetime because nothing needs to be perfect. Yeah. Good and done is always better than perfect. Yeah. Cause what happens is, is you get, you get, um, you get like disabled by trying to make it perfect. And so then you end up not doing anything. And, and that's why I always do. And did you say that your coach says <laughs> that it doesn't have to be perfect? It's better to the launch messy than not launch at all. <laughs> I don't even know what perfection in any aspect of life looks like to be no. honest. I always think about business like parenting. Yeah. And, like there's nothing perfect about parenting and you just have to keep doing it. Yeah. It's so, so true. So, so you started, so you had the idea, you were ready to go. You were watching me. We did, we did work together uh, uh, in a small capacity at first, and then you joined the dream hustle school. And so what did, what did hiring somebody do for you? Because I know what it did for me. And I truly think that yes, you can be resourceful and try and figure it all on your own. However, when you work with somebody who's been down that road, how did that change your experience? Well, this is something that I'm actually kind of really trying to think through in my business right now because I'm at that point where I want to be able to offer personal coaching. But I think what really holds people back is the price tag. Yeah. That's oh. So how do you share, show the value that comes from Because I can tell you there were years where I did not invest in my business as a network marketer, where I held everything close to the wallet, afraid to spend a penny. And I just think, how further along I would have been if I had have, if I had have invested sooner. Yeah. Cause it's, I, it, when I had finally decided to take the leap was where I felt like I really, really had hit a ceiling. Mm -hmm. I could not get any further mm -hmm. without getting a mentor to open up my eyes and kind of lead me down a path. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think too, with having a mentor, cause I've, I've invested in multiple mentors myself since starting uh, both in network marketing and my online coaching business. And I think that there's, there's a couple things that happen when you invest, first of all, energetically, anytime you want a transformation, there has to be a trans uh, there's there. Anytime you want a transformation, there has to be a transaction. It's an exchange, right? And when you're giving the money and I feel like the more money you invest, the bigger the transformation. Um, but cause how many times have you, have you paid for something that was $29, a course or a little thing here or there and never opened it? 
I didn't even look at it. Yeah. Exactly. It's exactly. Multiple. I still have a couple courses that I haven't gone through yet that I've done that with. But when I paid, you know, 8,000 US dollars for my first real group mastermind program, you, you better believe that I showed up every day and I was doing the work and I was paying attention to what I was doing. And that was the other thing. People pay attention to what they pay for. They right? really so. do. And I mean, I remember telling you, I am getting everything out of this yeah. <laughs> as, as humanly possible because that was a big, really big investment for me. Yeah. And, but worth every single penny and then some, because I know that I would not be where I am. And it's two things, like exactly what you said. It's, mm -hmm the coaching aspect, but then it's also the intentionality that you are now putting behind it and the accountability. Yeah. And you are within a group of, of people that are all being coached together. You are just, you hold yourself accountable in a different way. Well, and I think it's also the power of the decision, right? Like it's making that decision to say, I am doing this and here is my, you know, here's the proof that I am because I'm investing in this. And it's like your mindset all of a sudden goes, okay, we're playing, let's do this. Right. And when, you know, you make that decision. It's amazing what opens up for you when you decide, right? I don't even know that I was planning on launching a course when I very originally started with you. I don't even know that I knew what I was planning on doing. <laughs> yeah. Just that I was planning on doing something. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like, okay, so I'm going to do a course and I'm going to do this and my podcast will be launched before this is done. And it all came together. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So tell us about your coaching business. So you're, you're obviously, uh, you're helping network marketers. We, so can you just walk us through your, what you do and how you support people? Yeah. I think right now I have a lot of content out there, mm -hmm. so a lot of free content out there because I'm really working to, I really want to change the way people think about network marketing, both on the inside and the outside. So from an outside perspective, I want people to understand the legitimacy of this business and how incredible it can be. But on the inside, I want women to see what they can do and that their excuses are no good here and that it's really all up to them what they do. So I do a Tuesday, um, a business training on my Facebook business page on Tuesday, and it's just different topics about network marketing. So this week was vendor events. Mm. Uh, last week was getting outside of your social circle. So different things that network marketers struggle with. Mm. Um, on Thursdays, I launch my podcast episodes. And on Friday, I do um, confessions of a network marketer. I love that. <laughs> it's my little play on those truths and those little lies that we all tell ourselves. So I have no time or yeah. I've asked every single one of my friends. I run out of people. <laughs> I know no one. Yeah. And I'm really just trying to have fun with it and kind of make fun of those, but also like call people on their crap. Yeah. I love that. And that's what they need, right? Because that's so many times there's so much opportunity in network marketing and it's, it's, it's the people themselves that get in their own way. Exactly. I think that's like in anything, it's the fears and the hesitations and the, and, and not only the what ifs, you know, it doesn't work, but also sometimes for people, the, what if it does work? Like they're not ready for that kind of shift and change in their life. Right. People are just as terrified of failure as they are of success. Like mm -hmm. terrified of success as they are of failure yeah. in a lot of ways. No, I, I was, and I, I mean, I felt that myself. It's like, well, what if this actually does work? <laughs> you know, what am I going to do with the, with the, the, the stuff that's going to come in when this, this is all, this is all happening. Exactly. Right? Me too. Me too. Yeah. And 
what comes next. And, but what I love about when you start going down the business journey is you realize that what comes next is 100% up to you. Yeah. There, the, the world is your oyster. People are always so looking at everybody else and playing the comparison game. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually love the comparison game because I think what someone else does that, that just means I can do it too. Yeah. Or like you're seeing everybody's doing it this way. So how can you do it differently? Exactly. It's like, you know, um, right now I'm, I'm really big on IGTV because I'm like, okay, well it's kind of new and not everybody's doing it yet, but they're starting to. So it's like, get your ass on IGTV, Shana, because right. that's where that's, that's the new and different thing. Right. So it's like, what's different that you can do that will, you know, kind of set you out from the crowd a bit. I love exactly. that. Don't be afraid to follow it. Yeah, exactly. And so you have, so your website, so first of all, your Facebook business page, and I will put all the links to this stuff for Lori um, in the show notes at chainrecker.com, but I want people to be able to find those things while we're chatting here. So Facebook Facebook business page is literally just my name. It's Lori Irvin. So E-R-E-I-N, no one spells my name properly. (laughs) And then you also have uh, Love Love with Lori on the podcast, right? Yes. And then this is Life with Lori on Instagram. I love it. So go ahead and she'll share all of her, her stuff there as well, but I will also put it in the show notes. And so you, when you started your coaching business, you knew you wanted to help people, but you didn't know what you wanted to do. And I think that that's an interesting point because a lot of the students that I have in the course right now, they are like, okay, I know I want to do this business. These are the people that I want to help, but like, what am I, what am I making? And I'm like, I tell them, don't worry about that yet. Like those things will present themselves as you keep taking steps. Did you find that? 100%. And I just think one thing leads to another. Mm-hmm. Like my big idea right now is that I'm going to develop a membership cor- like uh-huh. site and group. Mm-hmm. And it's down the, a little bit down the road, but it, it's kind of like when you start going down a path, the trees part and you see what is needed, but you can never see what is needed unless you start the journey. Yeah. Unless you start taking the steps and, and, and it does pivot. I know for me, because I did start similar to you where I was doing network marketing coaching. And then I realized like I was feeling this like resistance to it all the time and I couldn't figure out why. And then I've realized that that for me wasn't, I wanted to coach and I wanted to support people, but it wasn't necessarily in that format, but I had to go down that road and take those steps to figure that out. Right. It's the same for you. Well, I just think, I think of how many people in their life don't enjoy their day to day when mm-hmm. they go to work. I mm-hmm. actually love sitting down at my desk and working every single day. I would do it. My husband calls this chair, my happy place. And he's like, are you going to come out of your cave at any time? But this, this makes me so happy. Yeah, it I, is. I think of how many people are not experiencing that. And just because they're not willing to take a risk. Yeah. I love it. And how important to you, how important is it to you, um, you know, to, when you, when you think about what you do in a day, how important is it to you to know, like that? I know for me, the money's money is great. I love, everybody loves making money, but more so than the money, it's creating something that gives me time, like gives me that time, right? Like as a mom of three busy boys, like how, how has, you know, being home and having this online business and being able to work in this space benefited you and your family? That's actually a really important lesson that I've learned in the last couple months is that everything doesn't need to happen right now. Mm -hmm. 
that I am allowed to make my own schedule and give myself grace. And um, because I am a very, very hard worker and won't come up for air and I'm the hardest person on myself of anybody. But what an incredible thing to be able to um, set your own course. And I know that it will all happen in, in good time. It doesn't need to happen today. Yeah, I know. I find that too. It's like when you become an entrepreneur, your brain is always working. You're always thinking about the next thing, or I should post that, or I should say that, or I should do this as a video, or I should create that. And it's constantly working. And, and I know for me, when I'm working at home, like it, it's always in front of me. So it's like finding that you have to be really disciplined in turning it off. Probably the biggest struggle for me is, is actually turning it off because mm-hmm. I want to be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm that's getting a door on my office was the smartest thing I ever did. Yeah, I know. I have, I have doors on my office too. And it's like, I can close it and shut all the lights off and just walk away from it yeah. and, and even leave my phone in the office sometimes. Yeah. Too. Well, I mean, you started teaching me about boundaries and I think that that is something that I'm really working on having yeah. because otherwise you could work 24 seven just with the number of people that are contacting you and chatting and advice. And really I, I could fill my day with enough business stuff. Yeah. Well, and it becomes, it becomes in a sense like, cause you just want to like, when you put something out there, it's like, how is, how are people responding to it? You know, and, and, and what kind of feedback are you getting from this or that or whatever? And so you, it's one of those things that you kind of want to just check on every once in a while when you put something out there. Right. So I love that. And so speaking of boundaries, what kind of boundaries have you created for yourself or what kind of boundaries are you trying to keep tight in your life. Cause I know what it's like to try and keep like set them and keep them two totally different things. I really, um, I'm a big believer in that early morning routine mm. and that's a boundary with my family. Cause you can imagine with three little kids, the second they get up, they want my attention. But from whenever I wake up, which is typically five ish to seven is, is my time. And no one, bothers me. Now that took probably three or four months to get them in the habit of not coming to me the second they wanted. Yeah. And then, but then I cut it off at three 30 when they get home yeah. and I'm with them and I do my best not to pop into my office for a couple of things. And sometimes that doesn't work out. And, and most of the time it does until, and, and Shana, the way my head works is I'm a morning and until noon. And then after that, I can really only do things that don't require a ton of brain power. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at in the evening. So it's, I just need to practice take, putting away my phone and I try not to answer messages past seven or eight. Yeah, it's so true. Like you have to set those boundaries, especially when it comes to the messenger stuff, because it's as you grow and as you know, like when you start getting into one-on-one coaching and even group coaching, your clients, you know, they have access to you and it's, and it's, and it's lovely. I, for me, it's hard because I see that question and I want to answer it right away, but it's, I have to stick to my boundaries. Like say, I can't answer that until tomorrow morning at 9am because between this hour and this hour, I'm not working. I'm not available. And it's, it's hard, especially in with, with a growing team as well. Um, it's, challenging. I will have people that will send me messages around nine and say, are you up? And I am up, but I will not answer because I know that there are no massive emergencies necessarily happening due to, I need to set a boundary and I need to hold it for myself because otherwise I'm not a happy person when I don't get enough sleep. And my husband isn't a happy human if he doesn't get enough attention. Right. And that's so that the boundaries are in place, not to just 
you know, try and stop us from doing work because we love to do it. It's also because we need time to, as entrepreneurs, you, you need time to recharge and rest and relax and, and spend time with those that you love, that love you. And, and uh, it's not because we don't want to do the stuff. It's just, we need to, to take that time to recharge. Well, and I don't know if you find this, but uh, whenever I take like, let's say a day. So um, for Mother's Day every year, my husband gives me a night at a hotel. So that, that was last Friday for me. And I went and got a massage and I had all this time by myself. And that time by myself where I wasn't working was actually when so many amazing ideas came to me. But if I never put my head up and looked around, I don't think I would get all my big ideas. Mm, yeah, it's true. You do. You have to um, almost disconnect in order to become open to listening. Like that's why meditation, like, so for self-care meditation, I love doing yoga, um, but it's, you have to make time for those things. You have to schedule them in because you can get going. Like I just said to you before I got on here, I'm like, I started looking up Google AdWords and I went down a 45 minute train of trying to figure that out. And I was like, all the time. You, you can literally just keep going on something and then all of a sudden pop your head up and go, holy crap, it's 3.30. I got to go get the kids, right? So it's like, you've got to schedule that self-care time in. Which is why I love being the owner of my, my time, my schedule. Yeah. Because then I can, I, I know for a fact, like I, I did yoga, I went to yoga this morning as well. And I just know that I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do that if I was working nine to five. There just wouldn't be that freedom and flexibility. I love it. And so when, so those who are listening who are, let's say they're, they're in a position where they are dealing with the nine to five and then they are, you know, you know, possibly having a network marketing business or wanting to start another business. What are a couple of tips that you can give them to help transition in that space? You know, going from that whole full-time career to, you know, trying to, to make something work so they can leave that and have, you know, be their own boss. Well, I think that there's two kind of pieces of advice and one isn't necessarily something that you can put into play, but I just think that if you want to be an entrepreneur on top of working a nine to five, you have to choose something that you would love it, like that you love doing so much that mm -hmm. you would be free. Like yeah. Hobby. Because otherwise putting work on top of work is mm -hmm. never going to bring you life enjoyment. So you need to choose something that you love, 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 love. And it's actually, people always ask me, what are your hobbies, Lori? I don't have hobbies. Yeah. I have a business. <laughs> I have a passion and any extra time, like it, it goes into that because that is far better and more fulfilling for me than a hobby. And then I think my other one would be is that we need to start saying no to things that are not important and not serving us. Because whenever I talk to people, I just have these moments and these conversations where I think, well, you're the one who jam packed your calendar like that. You are the reason why you are that busy. Yeah. I have three little kids who each play two different sports at the same time. And I honestly can tell you that I have a lot of time that I can decide what we do with that time. Mm, yeah. I, I say yes to everything. I think that's so huge is the saying no to things. I'm a yes girl myself. So it is, and it's difficult because you want to uh, people please, right? Like it's, you want to make people happy and you don't want to disappoint people. And it's like, there are moments in my life and in our lives where we have to say, you know what, we're just, I'm not free that day. Or I can't, you know, I, for me, I've tried to, I've tried to say, or not trust. I see even, even in my words, I try to say, no, Shana, you're disciplined. I do not work from Friday at four o'clock 
and I don't do anything Friday night and I don't schedule anything on Saturday. That is my family time. And then sometimes on Sunday, we, Jason, and I might work a bit in the morning, but so I say no to, uh, things that people ask me to do in that, in that time work wise. Cause I, I have, that's my downtime and yeah. And you, and it, it's like social and business stuff you need to learn to say no to. Yeah. Not yeah. everything is going to move your business forward. And especially with things that like with what season you're in, in your business right now, mm -hmm. I think it's so easy to try and, and do 17 things at one time. I love Rachel Hollis's analysis of kicking a soccer ball towards a net. Mm -hmm. If you are kicking once, if you only have five kicks, think about kicking one ball closer to that net five times. And I just butchered this analysis, but, or if you had multiple balls, they would be nowhere near that net. So if we focus on one thing and we keep our blinders on, we're going to get so much closer to that goal. Yeah. Yeah. That that's is actually one of my biggest downfalls is I want to do 17 things at one time. Well, and I think that's part of being a woman. I think that's part of being female is that we are, our, our natural, our natural state is multitasking. We're taking care of kids. We're cooking, we're doing the work, we're doing all of these things at once. And I think that's how our brains function, but I don't believe that it's the right way to be. I do think multitasking is actually bad for your brain. It doesn't, you don't get anything done right. In saying that though, I do it all the time. I just think that it's part of, it's part of the way we're wired into some, to some degree. Um, but my biggest belief in all of that is awareness is like, I catch myself now where I'm like, Shayna, you're doing three things right now and you're not doing any of them well. So hold the phone, write those three things down, start with one, do it move to the next in place right because I think my biggest issue with doing 17 things at one time was that I was I just didn't want to forget something yeah so as long as you have systems in place whether it's notes on your phone or post-it notes all over your office or walls or, or mirrors if as long as it's not going to slip through the cracks there's no reason so when you're with your family and I, I tell this to people all the time when you're with your family be with your family yeah and when you're working work mm-hmm it's trying to do both at one time. Like, like you just said, you don't do either one very well. You come out of it feeling like you didn't move your business forward. You have that sense of guilt. And then you also have mom guilt and no one needs all of this guilt on their head. No, no. And, and that's the thing. Like sometimes I'll catch myself going, hold on, buddy. Mom has got to just send this one thing. Hold on, buddy. And I'm supposed to be, you know, watching the movie or doing the thing. And then it's like, oh yeah. Okay. And then he'll even call us out on it now too. He'll be like, no phones on the couch. It's movie time. You know? And it's like, oh yeah, thanks for the reminder. Well, but it's, we need to remind ourselves about that. And you know, I'm all for you want to work hard and you need the hustle and you need all of this. But I actually think if we were more intentional with our time that we wouldn't really need to have as much hustle as we do. I love it. So what are some of the couple tips then for the audience who are listening that um, you put in place, like structure, strategy, things that you put in place to help keep you, you know, on task, doing the things, you know, do you have like, do you use a paper calendar? Are you an electronic calendar? Like what are some of the things that you use to help you stay organized? Favorite topic ever. Mm -hmm. I <laughs> I am a planner extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. um, I spend about probably 20 minutes on Sundays with my calendar looking at the week. Yeah. Because I just need to go into it knowing what it looks like and knowing that all of the things can happen. Yeah. And I bring my husband Wayne in, in on that for a couple minutes. You know what I mean? If there's a couple things going on in the evenings and also I'm not one of those wives or moms that feels like I have to do it all. 
Yeah. I am more than okay to hand the reins over to him and let him do the laundry or let him take the kids while I do something else. And I'm okay with that. I don't feel guilty. No, either do I. Jason's really good at that too. He, you know, he cooks dinner sometimes. Like we, we share it all kind of thing. Yeah. We, we are a team. I didn't come into this to, to be the star. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And then I start, so I do that for the week and I really like, I'm huge into making sure you check into your goals. So I have a yearly goal and then I have a monthly goal and then I have a weekly goal. Mm-hmm. And I just think that and network marketers are really guilty of this because our goals are all sales based in terms of teams and personal sales is you'll get to the end of the month and you'll be like, Oh crap. Yeah. Uh, I'm nowhere near my goal. Well, you probably should have known that every single day of the month because you did that check-in. Yeah. We need to get to the last day of the month to be working till midnight anymore because we've checked in with our goals. We planned for our goals and we know we can make them happen. And the same thing goes with our schedules. I, I check in with it every single morning and I, yeah, I'm totally kind of old school with paper and pen. I don't put things in my, in my phone, mm. but I am a visual human. I like to see it. Uh, on everywhere. Yeah. See, I do like the paper and pen, but I also am forgetful as I'm getting into my mid forties. If it's not in my phone, it doesn't exist in my life. Like even if I've written it down sometimes. I think I need to get into that that habit as well. Well, it just, I, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I need those reminders that come up on my cell phone that say, uh, you're supposed to be at the dentist in 15 minutes. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm supposed to be at the dentist in 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, I've done that multiple times, but yeah, it's, that's just part of my personality, I guess too. But yeah, it's good. And I, having a plan is a start, right? I mean, a lot of people go into things without a plan. I was listening to, um, Jenna Kuchar's, um, podcast yesterday and accomplish in a week. And I think she might've even said it a day, but whatever. I like that idea because I think that we're often dominated by our to-do lists and we start with the things that are really easy to check off, mm-hmm. but are those the things that are moving our business forward? Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably not. Right. Yeah. If you're looking at, especially, and maybe not necessarily in network marketing, but it, as a business coach, mm-hmm. I need to look at big things. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure I have those freebies or those landing pages. I need to make sure my podcast episodes are taped. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to make sure that all of the tiny boxes are checked. I need yeah. the bucket items. And it's checking those big things. And I remember hearing Lori Harder once say about how she's realized. And I, I when she said this, it actually, it, it's funny when you hear people say something that's inspiring to you. It almost like it gives you permission to go, oh, okay, so I can be that way too. Cause she was talking about how, she knows that her, you know, her hours of the day are between like one and three or one and four. That's where she gets her best work done. And so she doesn't really try and over schedule herself because she knows she's not going to get too much done in the morning. And after four or five o'clock, she's, she's useless. And I've realized that in myself, I'm like, my magic hours are between noon and like three thirty, four o'clock. And so I kind of put the smaller things that I need to kind of, you know, like my Instagram post, maybe record. I mean, it's a big thing to record a, a podcast, but I find for me it's talking. So it's not as like brain consuming. I, I love to talk. So that's kind of an easier thing for me. And, and then some of the tougher things like building the funnel or the email landing pages and all the things between the writing, like the yeah. you're really trying to use your brain. Exactly. Like I recently, I'm, I'm actually going to be, um, writing, I've written a chapter for a book and like that was draining for me because I am not a writer. So I tried to do that in the hours where I'm feeling 
most um, productive. And it was like, she just gave me permission to go, yeah, I'm only productive three hours a day. So that's my real working time. And then I had time to kind of dabble in some of the other things in the hours where I'm not so productive. 100%. And that's why I'm doing a lot of kind of my podcast interviews in the afternoon, because that's not when my most functional, I'm a morning human. Yeah. Afternoon, you're not going to get the best Lori. Yeah. So you can ask questions and you can, you know, feed a conversation, but it's in the afternoon. I'm still, I'm still fun and engaging. I'm just, you're not going to get my most intelligent thoughts maybe. Yeah. Well, and it's about the other person at that point anyways. They're yeah, exactly. But the intelligent thoughts. I love it. No, it's so true. And that's, and I, I always find these podcast interviews, they're my favorite because I, 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 we just have a conversation and I love how it just naturally flows. And I think that's just, and it's just the best well, part. It's funny. Cause I, I didn't do them for the very beginning and it was more that I was nervous. Like I just didn't know mm-hmm. how they would go down again. I didn't know the technology how, and it's actually so easy, mm-hmm. but I just was, it, I think it's anytime you try something new, you've got that fear factor. Like I don't want to look across the and be interviewing somebody and say something dumb. Then I just realized that I absolutely am going to say something dumb every single time and it's going to be okay. Yeah, it's totally going to be okay. And here's the cool thing about that is I think that all the time, actually, that's what I just recently talked about was like holding myself back out of fears of judgment of what other people were going to think of my words. And like, am I right? Am I wrong? But here's the thing what we think is dumb or we think is stupid or we think isn't right or whatever, somebody out there hears those words and goes, Oh my God, you totally inspired me today with what you said. And here we are like not ready to upload it because we're worried that it sounds stupid. But then when we do it, somebody is absolutely inspired by the words. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. Well, and at the end of the day, isn't that why we're doing this? Yes. (laughs) It's ironic, but it's true. Both just wanted to like, I mean, I keep thinking like, even if I just impact three or four people and change the navigation of their business, like that's enough for me. I, that's all I really want. Yeah. It's so true. And that's, you know, coming back to, um, and I wanted to mention this earlier, you know, when we talk about what we're doing in our coaching programs and our one-on-one coaching and the value and the pricing that we put to it, at the end of the day, when we're pricing our, our products and putting out our things, it's not about what we think we're worth because we will always undervalue ourselves. We always think, ah, you know what? It's about what the value is for the person receiving the content. What is going to change in their lives? That's the value of the product, right? And so for you, if you're giving people a way to grow their network marketing business that could potentially bring them in thousands and thousands of dollars a month, there's a value for that, right? And that's what I just keep thinking with people that hold back from things. I just think, and I guess for me, it's like, well, I've wasted a lot of money on silly things that have never given me anything back. Mm-hmm. If there's anything we should invest in in life, it's ourselves. Oh, yeah. Like, and not our closets. And I sell clothes, so I, you know <laughs> that I mean that. Not our closets, not what's on our feet, not what's in our house, but like ourselves. Yeah. Ourselves are the only things that are actually going to pay back at the end of the day. The books, the audio books, like I have an audible credit every month. I get charged $14.95 and I will never, ever, ever give that up because every, that's the best money I've ever spent ever subscription. Cause I get new books every month and I'm always listening, um, and you know, conferences, masterminds, group coaching, all of those things, you guys, the value in that stuff is it's game changers. 
I, I think if you want, like, I just think like you just need to become obsessed with learning. There's mm-hmm. so much good stuff out there. There's so many amazing podcasts. There's so many incredible books. You can literally learn anything you want online. Yeah. That's, and that's why we, that's a thing. There's so much opportunity in the online space. And, and, you know, I've talked about this before, because a lot of times what happens with people who come through my programs is they have the imposter syndrome that comes in that goes, okay, I really want to help, you know, uh, moms, or I really want to help, you know, women through menopause or whatever those things are. And I've experienced, I have a lot of experience with that because I've been through this myself, but I feel like who am I to coach somebody in that space when I'm not certified in it, or I don't have, um, you know, a coaching certificate and whatever. And I often say like, have you like, have you been through it? Have you done it yourself? Have you learned something? Have you read a book about it? Have you, you know, done? And they're like, yes, yes, yes. I'm like, you're, you're good. (laughs) and, And you know, it flipped the coin. Who are you to keep what you have away from other people? Yeah. Like somebody out there reading. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's so many people out there that have all these incredible gifts. I, we, I mean, you and I both, we meet so many women in their different parts of their journeys that I just think have so much potential and so many elements if they just leaned in. Yeah. And you just have to trust. And, and, and that's a good way to kind of put a bow on this is about feeling the fear and doing it anyways. Right. So when you started looking at starting your coaching business, you know, the fears set in <laughs> as I'm sure they do every day. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing. Every time you level up, every time, like it's one fear to get started, one fear to put yourself out there and actually launch it once you get it up and running. Then you start calling in clients. There's another fear, you know, so each level you move, there's a new fear waiting for you. But when you push through them, there's also a new reward waiting for you. Totally. Yeah. I I don't know. I think you just have to, I don't think there's a way to get over the fear. I think the fear typically is actually a sign that you're on the right path. Mm -hmm. You just have to learn how to get through it. Yeah. And I think that's what happens every time you do push through the fears, you get stronger and more confident. So the next fear that comes, you're better equipped to push through it and move it. Well, our brains are actually, so I had to go through, after my car accident, I had to go through driving training. And basically what happens with our brains when we have fear and we don't do the thing is that we actually train our brains to think that we can't do the thing because it gives us our bodies the sense of relief. And that relief teaches you that you were right to stay away from the thing that made you fearful. And if you do it enough times and you don't like, and you don't push past that fear, you actually teach your brain that you can't do it. Mm-hmm. But when you push past that fear and you do the thing, then you see that the outcome isn't scary. You can handle it. Mm-hmm. And you actually teach your brain that you're capable of it. Oh, I love that. You guys, you need to rewind and listen to that again because it is, it's so powerful. Our brains and our minds and our, the way we think, you guys, it impacts our reality. Everything we do, like our thoughts become things. And if you're thinking you can't, guess what? You can't. <laughs> but if you think you can and you push through it and you do it anyways, you realize that you can. And I love that. Um, but this has been wonderful. And I hope that Lori and I chatting here today and sharing our experiences and, and sharing the, you know, what Lori has been doing and, and how she's been busting through her fears and showing up helps encourage and inspire those of you guys who are listening to start taking action on the things that are in your heart, right? Cause these things were in our heart. It was in your heart to do this. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. I remember Lori Harder said to us once, she said, if you have that dream or that passion inside you, 
it will eat you alive until you take action on it. I know how that feels because that's where I was living. I know that's where you were living. And, you know, every day is a new adventure. <laughs> we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So what, what do you have coming up? What are some things that you're going to be working on for Lori Irving and your coaching business to help support network marketers? I know you have a course that you created. I do. I have an amazing new freebie that I'm launching actually that people might be interested in. Like I said, I am a list girl and I'm all about planning. So I have a list, like kind of a, a detailed income. It's not income producing activities, but it's like the things if you had one hour, that power hour in your day to work your network marketing business, what should you do every day? Follow right down to a checklist on what you should do on Mondays, what you should do on Tuesdays. Cause I actually believe that they're is something you should, like, I believe that you should start with your personal business on Monday. So you get that out of the way. I believe you should work with your team on Tuesday. So I have a very um, structured method to the way that I structure my days. So I've put that into a freebie because I feel like that's what everybody asks me for. <laughs> that's amazing. Yes. Okay. So, so where do they get that? They will get that. You can get that on my Instagram. You can get that on my business page. Pretty much it'll be everywhere. Okay. So Lori Irving, find Lori Irving. And I will put a link to the uh, download in the show notes as well. So you can also Perfect. go to shanerecord.com, grab it there. And, um, and then you're working on, I know you've got some private coaching things that you're kind of putting into. I'm working on launching private coaching. Whereas when you say push past the fear, that is definitely something that I was terrified to put out into the world. Yeah. Um, so I plan to launch, by the time this podcast comes out, that should be launched. Oh, I love it. My online course that talks all about rocking an online party. So how and to do a Facebook party for your network marketing business. I love it. And, and actually, I have done a, a network marketing party with Lori on Facebook, and it was amazing. She's, she knows her stuff when it comes to that. It was, uh, it was such a fun time. So I will make sure that everybody gets the links for those. Uh, so go on to Instagram, follow Lori. The links for her stuff are also in her in her Instagram profile. And your Instagram profile again is this is life with Lori L O R I L O R I, and then Irving. Or this is life with Lori L O R I. Okay, and I will get that in the show notes as well. So Lori, this has been so much fun. I love chatting with you. Um, congrats on all the success you've been having and everything that you're doing. It's amazing. You're, you're changing lives with all of the stuff that you're sharing and you're just such a treat. I love spending time with you. So thank you so much for being here on this episode and for having me have an amazing day. You too. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. I hope you got such great value from it. But before I go, I want to ask you, have you ever wanted to start your own online business? build your brand, help others with what you've experienced, but having the first clue on even where to begin, you're tired of putting this idea off year after year out of fear. Girl, I have something that can totally help you. I invite you to head over to shanarecker.com and pick up my six steps to building your online dream hustle, a free PDF that gives you step-by-step -step advice on how to build your dream business online. Go head over to shanarecker.com and download it today. That's it for now, girlfriends. Until next time, 